If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back. Wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bogman. Oh, the yummy silence. Oh, it tastes so good, you guys. All the props go to you. You're amazing. It's the way the world. And the well. I would give somebody $20 if Antonio Gates goes before you. <laughs> There's only two picks. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. That's like $4 in American now because of the Brexit. <laughs> Coming to your ears. Welcome, friendos. This is the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. That is Bogman. I am Welsh. Today, it's Mock Draft 2.0, but more importantly, the uh, version doesn't even really matter because it is the Dynasty Mock Draft. Lots of people have been waiting for it. Lots of people are excited. We're going to be drafting a 12-team Dynasty Mock live on the episode in just a couple minutes. But welcome into In This League, the Bogman, the Welsh, and the you. They're here, Bogman. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, we're ready. We're ready to rock on this dynasty. And also, uh, I did a a six-round first-year player mock draft for Fantasy Pros, and Bobby Sylvester did the write-up over there. If you guys are doing your rookie drafts, you can check that out and see where I I picked all the guys and all that good stuff. Must be nice to get invited to stuff. It was. It you was know really what? nice. I do have one like game. how you get invited to SiriusXM to talk about prospects, and I haven't been on there since Beza Pia was on. That yeah, is true. It must, it must I, be nice. I did get okay. I did get one other thing. We have joked about this in the past. Um, now I, the the gimmick has always been like you have to request it and stuff like that, and not and we're not important, nor am I, and it's really more of the shtick. But we've always joked about how we've never done this. But Bogman, I did not sign up. I did nothing. I did get my official invite to the Scott Fishbowl. Did he? Did you? No, no I didn't. No, but you're the fantasy no, pros guy. You're on fan- Bobby Sylvester's buddy. Yeah, it's by, Bobby I'm, and Bogman. I'm, I'm so well known by Bobby Sylvester that Joe Pizzapia had to put and at Bogman Sports after Bobby listed everyone else in that mock. So. That's that's how well known I am. We are uh, just the car. We are the. I mean, gunk. I I think that I honestly, and I think this happened, and this might ruin your day. Not really, but uh, I think that Pisa Pia made us go and sign up to get the invite for the Scott Fishbowl because I, we bitched about it so I much. I don't know. I. Bogman, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I, you I wanna, did, uh, and I think you like, okay, fine, I'll do it right now. And I pulled it up, and I was like, ah, I'll do it later. It, it, never, you know what? I don't. You might be right. Here's a couple things. We are the gunk on the bottom of fantasy football industry shoe. Hundred percent. We are the gum on the bottom of your desk. We that there's no doubt about it. For whatever reason, with the football community and maybe people, and just maybe this is all of life. It just 
were not in consideration. We do, the the football people. They're more difficult to get on. They're uh, I just don't know what it is, but we are the gunk on the bottom that nobody pays attention. We have done shows with Bobby, and that's hilarious that you were forgot about it. Hundred percent. You know what, the Scott Fishbowl. You're probably right. I forgot about it. We probably did sign up after we didn't get the invite about it. It has nothing to do with being important. I'm pretty we are sure not like on the black book, Joe screamed at us and said, just go sign up now. I wouldn't doubt for it. next year. I, and uh, and you probably finished it. And I probably went, yeah, I'll do this later. And uh, just never and completely it. forgot about 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, that is. So, uh, yeah, we are um, We're splitting a Scott Fishbowl team, by the way. you guys. Uh, oh, we are. We are. Yeah. It's, it's going to be called right. the Welsh's team. But yeah, it'll yeah be a split. it's going to be called the Welsh's team. But no, we're, but we're, the, he, we're the pirate radio of uh, fantasy football podcast. That's all uh, that I can say. I'm not trying to build us up because we really can't be. But the fantasy football community is rich with people and they in they, they come every day. <laughs> they keep going. We have been here for a while and we've had lots of fun with it. Our key is to always help you. Uh, we like to talk shop the philosophical nature of the stuff, help you in season. But we also want to make you laugh and entertain you. That's what we're all about. And it doesn't necessarily always jive with it. So you know, the football is the harder nut to crack, to be honest with you. So, you know, for you to even get up on Sirius, that's great. Our boy Jake Seeley takes great care of us, and he'll get us in athletic stuff sometimes. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we, we get some of it, but it's just few and far between. So that's why if you are the scurve of uh, the fantasy uh, community <laughs> if uh, with your friends and whatever it is, that's why people attach to us. And they like the pirate radio that is, uh, you know, the pirate ship, if I could steal from Barstool, I suppose. Uh, the pirate ship that is in this league. That's kind of the nature of us. We just put big middle fingers up to everybody. We do what we want and we have fun with it. And that is why we have our own Patreon. So you guys can check us out at inthisleague.com. It'll take you to our Patreon where Bogman has got up dynasty ranks. I think you've also got up your normal ranks. Mine are, uh, I'm actually working on them right now. Mine will be up by July, uh, maybe even a little bit sooner, but we got MLB draft stuff. But we've also got comedy shows. We've got live streaming. Bogman does some live streaming. I just did one for the uh, MLB draft. We have the group me rooms to hang out. And guess what CFF else we've got? CFF ranks. CFF ranks. So, yeah, you just did a insane drop for people that want to play college fantasy football. Players. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's crazy, this sheet that Bogman put together alone. You know, I get some good pub and signups for people with the prospect stuff they want for us. If you have ever considered or think about or whatever with college fantasy football, this sheet is awesome. And it'll give you some insight. College fantasy football is a good play. This is actually a really good plug for Dynasty. Playing college fantasy football really gets your mind into the players that you're going to be drafting soon. So Bogman is a great help on both sides of it. All of those things in different tiers plus way more is available to sign up. But here is the other cool one you get to watch some episodes like today's because the mock draft we're going to do from mock draft start to end is going to, the video version is going to be available on our Patreon. So you can watch that version over there. You can see us, you can see all the craziness, the mad when, um, you know, when we're cursing and it's a different listening experience because you get all the fun clips and the beeps here. There are no clips, but there's also no beeps over there. So Sign up today. <laughs> no uh, sweeps and no creeps. No, none of them. And we appreciate it. You are uh, you're funding a little uh, piece of gold to the pirate ship when you do it. So in this league.com, go and sign up. We would deeply appreciate it. So there you go. I'm in the Scott Fishbowl, and you're on uh, the Fantasy Pro stuff. So that's a start, right? It's only five <laughs> five right. or six years in, Bogman. It's only taking that long. But at least <laughs> well, we got we know. got P's of P on our side. We got Sealy on our side. We got people that we, do yeah, we bigger, better things. Enough. I, I'm 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 good. You yeah, know? Uh, exactly. And, and you're good, and, and all that good stuff. Well, so we're, yeah. we're we're doing fine. Yeah. Um, I'm as good uh, as but, good can be, I suppose. 
But uh, you know what's not fine is Dalvin Cook and the contract in Minnesota. That is, that's like the biggest thing on the forefront of everybody's mind. I I will say, I don't know if you saw, but he's not, he, he said he wants a reasonable contract. And when you see that in the media, most of the time you go, okay, uh, whatever you think is reasonable, but is that actually going to be reasonable? I, I think he's going to be okay because I think he wants a little bit under what McCaffrey he said got. thirteen. He'd gladly sign for thirteen million. Was the word okay? And I think uh, I think McCaffrey got uh, sixteen annually. That is like gross. That. Yeah, it and, said and um, Zeke got like um yeah Zeke got ninety million bucks. Yeah, so right here. Uh, nobody's Court- going to get that money. Courtney Cronin is reporting that Cook would gladly take an offer of thirteen million annually, which is different from the sixteen, which was similar, like you're saying to um to McCaffrey's. Okay. So, you know, there's a little bit of an impasse in between here. Yeah, a couple news and notes we'll go through, and then we can set up some of the Dynasty talk. And I'd also promote that next week is going to be a much bigger Dynasty conversation in general. So, uh, but we'll tell you about that. But Dalvin Cook saying he will hold out unless he gets a deal. Quickly, does that worry you or put any notch down or two for redraft on Dalvin Cook this year? You know, if you're drafting doesn't. Now. But this is what I'd say. It doesn't knock him down anywhere, but I think that if you take if you take Cook, it's even more important now. It was always important in the first place, but it, it's more important now to handcuff him with Madison. Uh, he, we've seen him miss some games anyway, so Madison was kind of a nice handcuff. I don't like to do that too often, but with his injury history and him possibly holding out, because it's something in his contract, like if he doesn't show up to training camp, they don't have to give him his year of uh, acrement on his contract. So, so you're saying uh, it could get dirty is what you're saying. Yeah, it could get it. Like if he holds out from camp, he might as well just hold out the first six weeks yeah. until he gets his money. So I, I think, you know, uh, even talking about it more, I am getting a little more nervous. But I think it's OK to take Cook just as long as you get Madison as his handcuff too. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley finally passed his physical, so all things are good to go. It took two months, but he was able to fly out to Atlanta, take the physical. He passed, so that might cure a little bit of the people that are just like, well, they didn't even know how he was doing and blah, blah, blah. I still think Gurley's just going to be a massive deal, and we're going to just own yes. lots of shares in redraft this year, and there's just nothing uh, There's nothing else about it. Uh, Carlos Hyde told reporters that, quote, everybody knows that Chris Carson is the starter. So this is coming from some of the injury news where I think a lot of people have at least talk themselves into Carson, uh, Carlos Hyde being like a guy that gets a bunch of starts. If Carson isn't full go, then the reality that he's more probably just a solid complimentary back to Chris Carson and Chris Carson, unless we hear otherwise, I'm going to assume is going to be relatively good to go for the season. Maybe, you know, not 20 plus carries the first couple weeks or anything, but you get where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Carson's coming off, uh, the, uh, the knee surgery, and I think uh, Penny had the hip surgery, if I'm remembering correctly. But Penny is most likely to start the season on the pup. So Carlos Hyde is back up. Like, I get the narrative of Carson coming off the injury, sign Carlos Hyde, who's ageless and all that stuff. I just, I'm not going to buy too much into Carlos Hyde getting a ton of carries. He's if a, it happens, it happens. He's like, a he's fun a nice take him later type of yeah. guy. Yeah, if you want yeah, exactly. to. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is, quote, expected to be the Eagles' top receiving threat in 2020. This is according to NJ.com's Mike K. And I say, okay. <laughs> I mean. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
the whole thing, I think this is the hardest situation to suss out, uh, is the Eagles wide receiver core uh, for 2020. I don't think because, it is. I think you just uh, you take the cheap options and you invest lately. I think that's the best way. I, so think I actually think it's very best, to be honest with you, because Alshon, sure. I've heard everything from Alshon is full go and ready to Alshon is going to start the year on the pup. So I don't know where he is health wise. We'll find out in camp. Uh, Deshaun is still there, but he's ancient and is hurt all the time. They uh, invested in Jalen Rager. But Greg Ward looked like the best of the bunch at the end of the year last year, and they still have a high pick in Arthega Whiteside, who they drafted last year, and they took Watkins and Hightower late, too. There's eight guys that can be productive in the Eagles' uh, receiving core. So unless it's Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard or Miles Sanders, I don't think you're going to be owning too many Eagles. I'm, I'm with you on it. I uh, 100%. Um, da, 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 da. I want to talk about this at the end end with this uh let's see nine news is mike cliss reports that drew Locke has been throwing daily with first rounder jerry judy so that feeds a little bit of the excitement of judy mm-hmm. and i i still i'm still down in redrafts to take judy this year especially if you get him as like a wide receiver three but it's going to be very interesting to see in this mock draft we're about to do which is for dynasty where jerry judy goes because i think as the days go by jerry judy's stock just rises you know anywhere between yeah late second to mid third is like probably the range pending how teams are constructing where Jerry Judy goes in a dynasty. Yeah. And in a, uh, in just a normal draft, Judy is going to get, I think after we see lamb and Judy make some crazy preseason catches, which, you know, there's some news there that we'll talk about in a second uh, as well. But after we see them make some big catches, uh, I think their, their stock is going to kind of, you know, soar through the roof. Yeah. It's going to be too high in redraft at some point. Uh, Coach Bruce Arians says that they're going to run 12 personnel with the Bucks' base offense, which is really, really interesting because, as most people would know, that's a two-tight end set. And O.J. Howard is uh, difficult for people to suss out You know how his value is yeah. going to be. And you're going to have Gronk and O.J. Howard on the board, which would, in theory, maybe take away Chris Godwin in the slot which, you know, for better or for worse, you can wonder what that does to his value, even if he plays the Edelman role. And then I just want to throw in as well, another little side note with the Bucks is that free agent uh, running back Devontae Freeman said that the Bucks can reach out directly to him if they want to negotiate a contract. This was after um, Bruce Arian had said, you know, hey, if the price is right, we're decent. And, um, you know, Freeman just saying, hey, we don't need to negotiate through Twitter. Let's let's talk about this. So yeah. Devontae Freeman to the Bucks definitely could be a possibility. And we already know how the base offense is uh, starting to look. Yeah. And Arians, uh, his exact thing was he said, uh, Freeman's asking for a lot of money. And that was why Freeman got a little annoyed there and said, I'm not going to negotiate my contract through the media. I just want to go through you. So I hope that he signs because I'm not big on Jones or Vaughn for this year. Uh, actually, that was what uh, got us copyrighted the Welsh as I was trying to show Keyshawn Vaughn's college highlights yep. versus Ronald Jones. Another eight highlights. copyright violations on social distancing with Bogman, a Patreon yeah. only show. So Not no more video. One. Not the last one. No. Uh, the last one uh, had, had no video at all. But yeah, look, I think some people are going to knock down Godwin a little bit too much because I think he's good enough to, you know, do just as well split out wide. Maybe not as well. 
but he's still going to be really, really good. So if you have to knock down Godwin a little bit because he's not going to get nearly as many snaps out of the slot, you know, okay, but don't knock him down too far. Don't. Yeah, I don't dick. think he needs to go too crazy. Just, you know, he gets floated into like going above Hopkins and stuff, and I just can't get down with it. There's so many weapons, and Tom Brady likes to spread the ball around, and it, it leads to the bigger question, of course, you know, like, where does OJ Howard and I'd say Gronk float out of this? You know, they both eat into each other, but you know, is this going to turn it? Can this even turn into a Patriots situation where both tight ends can eat? And if well, so, your boy Brate might might be involved a bunch too, because I don't think Gronk is going to be getting, uh, you know, uh, he might do fifty percent snaps week one. You know, I think it's going to be sure. deeper into the season until he's fully all the way back into football. Shape. But you also He's got in the whiteouts already. But, but you also got the yeah. whiteouts. So that's a problem. It's like Evans and, and Godwin are going to, they're going to receive a ton of targets. So how much do the tight end, their, their values is, is still, it's diminished. It, it should be diminished, but OJ Howard might be not as done as everybody thinks, but we'll talk about that, especially when we get into uh, the tight end facts episode and tight end ranks and uh, tight end facts will be coming up soon. And then the, the biggest thing around football right now, it's uh, kind of a two-parter here. You had uh, posted that SI. This is all about like uh, training camps and preseason. SI.com's Albert Breer reports that the NFL has floated the idea of starting training camps as soon as mid-July, and this is also coming off of a report that we got on Wednesday that the NFL is talking about cutting preseason games from four to two. There's nothing locked in, but. You want to talk whether it's good or bad. That's something we'd have to, you know, really talk about and figure out. But you take away the preseason games, you're eliminating potential injury, but you're also eliminating potential hype. You know, less opportunity for guys to shine in less games or taking opportunities. So, like, if you go and get, let's say, a Daryl Henderson starting, you know, week one of the preseason and then gets week two. That actually could change the complete sentiment about uh, a guy like Cam Akers, you know, because there's only two games where, you know, they're not going to have like a fourth game where the starters sit and then a guy gets to just absolutely run rampant. It's just two straight up games could alter a little bit of the look of the crazy, um, you know, three weeks till the season starts type of hype players. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's a strange concept, but I, I think it's good, too. I think for. Four is uh, it's obvious that there's too many preseason games when the last one is played all by backups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and the Hall of Fame game was supposed to be the Steelers and the Cowboys this year, but I think that's definitely getting canceled. I think it got canceled the last couple of years anyway. I think last year was because the field conditions were too rough or something like it was. It's like getting tackled on uh, wood. So they're like, yeah, we're not going to play on this. No, thanks. Um, Right. I mean, why do they do it anyway? It's too many games at that point. So uh, I I think that this is a fine thing. But like you said, you know, it's going to lead and it's going to be a bunch of little things, too. It's going to be like instead of Justin Jefferson being so good over three games, maybe he doesn't even start week one and it's Tajay Sharp. You know what I mean? It's going to be weird little things like that. Well, I think about uh, like uh, needs you just need to bump down all the rookies. You know, just a little bit, I think. To your okay, to your point, take a guy like a um, like a Jonathan Taylor. You know, we assume Jonathan yeah. Taylor is going to be able to supplant Marlon Mack, but if Marlon Mack, let's say, is just a better pass blocker, and there is like, let's just say Jonathan Taylor. It just here's a scenario: third, uh, first game, third quarter, Jonathan Taylor's in, and he fumbles, and there's all these fumble worries about Jonathan Taylor, and his pass blocking is behind Marlon Mack. Well, if there's no other time for him to like. 
and I'm not saying because we all make a bigger deal about preseason. Right, right, so right. get understand where I'm coming from when I'm saying this. But you know, one game he doesn't start. He has a fumble. Pass blocking suffers. There's less games to kind of fix that narrative, and there's only just practices that early, early on could be worse than ever. Where a team not not that Jonathan Taylor is going to be out of it, but Marlon Mack full on game one, and then game two. You know, so instead of well, maybe really like game two or three, it's battle. four or five. Right. It's the guys with a harder battles, like you said, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. Taylor's going to have a hard time being it out, Mack. You know, CeeDee Lamb, right? Jerry Judy is in the starting lineup, in my opinion, regardless of how many preseason games there are. But sure. CeeDee Lamb has to beat up, beat out Gallup at some point to provide you, uh, you know, a ton of value this year. It's just less likely to be early. DeAndre Swift and carry on Johnson. Same type of deal. So it's really those battles. Cam Akers versus Henderson. You know, it, it's really those, those, those battles. And it, I, to me, uh, only two games really buries Dobbins a little bit more. Uh, so uh, it's, it's just going to be... Dobbins a great point, too. Swift, yeah, those yeah. guys. It's just, it's different. Right. It's a different process. Like, they might be eased in more. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, right. you know, there's more time, there's more games, there's more applicable stuff to run through. You know, yes, the starters don't go, but there's something for a team to be able to watch a guy like, let's say, DeAndre Swift start the game, you know, be in the first quarter, see how he goes through three quarters. You might just have teams be a little bit more timid. So it's not that they're not going to be able to produce. It's just people are making bets. And this has been like a big thing we've been hitting over the head like crazy. People are making big bets on rookie running backs and even some of the rookie wideouts that... With a little bit less preseason times, it might just take a couple more games, and it still comes back to like, when do you get to call a victory the victory? You know, if a guy, if a, right, right. you know, a, a Jonathan Taylor doesn't start producing and like as a RB one or two until week five or six, was it okay for those first four or five weeks? Did that work? Same thing with Swift. Same thing with Alaire. It's just questions you should be maybe. You know, we, we don't know what a two game to four game preseason does to battles does to production does to opportunity yet it's not just missing the two games it's like installing a game plan and seeing how the player reacts yeah. to it and, and and all that stuff you know and the guys even deeper down here i i've been higher on mims you know uh mims probably is not going to beat out Bashad perriman in two weeks you know um that that kind of deal t higgins t higgins not going to get on the field uh, very quickly, if there's only two preseason games, your guy Brandon Ayuk uh, yeah. is less confident. I mean, I you know I hate to go through rookies. I mean, it's also guys changing teams too. You know, uh, not that they won't be, not the veterans won't be put right in the lineup, but they may not produce until getting a little bit more comfortable as well. So yeah, uh, you take you're just taking away a lot of face time with the coaches. A lot, lot more and uh, stuff to talk about. Lots of a uh, lot more stuff to uh, assess as we move through. All right. Let's go and uh, set the stage for what we're in for and what's coming up on the mock draft, and then we're going to get to it. So let's go. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. 
They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make. In this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world? Says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Our Dynasty Mock Draft. I was going to say 2.0, but it's Mock Draft 2.0 with a Dynasty Draft uh, little little uh, twitch. Is that yep. like a good word? Slant. A slant. That's a much better word. Version. Version. Yeah, it's a much better one. Uh, it's a Dynasty Mock Draft here on ITL. Video version, not what we're talking about right now, but literally when it starts is going to be up on our Patreon if you would like to sign up. So let's get the drafters and then let's talk about, um, you know, any of the differences in the strategy. So we've got RFP, the American sniper, Ryan F. And Porter is the first overall pick very far away from us, but still within sniping range because, you know, he's got long distance on that RFP, sniper. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That scope uh, reaches far, uh, far and wide. Ben, St- ben uh, Stevens is number two. Bogman in the three hole. So you are actually very close to the sniper. Apologies to you, RIP. Uh, Guthrie is at four. Our boy Barrow is at five. The Famous is at uh, six. Josh S7. I am eight with Thomas right behind me. Harlem Sean, Sorio, and then our boy Eric Toft, who probably is very disappointed that he's not within Dalvin Cook range. You know, (laughs) shout out to Toft. If you happen to listen last year, Toft was a guy that took uh, Dalvin Cook like two overall or some nonsense last year. I think it was even three or four. I think it was a little bit later, but it was still Dalvin Cook was a... He was a wheel pick. He was a wheel pick last year. And um, it's not something that I would have done, but it absolutely worked out for him. And and we made the point after giving some crap during the draft, we said, hey, look, if you're if you think your guy's the guy, go get your guy. And he absolutely did that. Yeah. And it worked out. So some, you know, it's good always going through the motions here. So. You know, this is a little bit different. Um, Nothing is uh, equal in Dynasty, you know, it's or keeper, if you want to call it that. You know, in uh, in Dynasty, the idea is we keep all the players. You guys might be playing certain keeper formats where you only keep, let's say, four guys. So, you know, we play like this six. We play this IDP 16 deep ITL one, which we've been doing for three or four years, which I wish we would cancel and then restart uh, because of my team. <laughs> It's yeah, been... but this is the problem with the Welsh is uh, whenever we played Madden, we can never get more than like a season and a half into one year because he was like, I hate this team. Let's restart. Yeah, well, I, I just that one particularly like I'm just like, God damn it. I can't get out of the hole of this team. Um, but maybe this year I'm going to probably have a real. You're going to keep Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Well, OK, that's I mean, that's just one more spot for me to get a rookie. I'll let go. Of, yeah. I'll probably let go. Of Lev Bell. I'm not going to keep him in the first round. So uh uh, so dynasty. So like I'm saying, it's all it's not created equal. You know, if you're a four man keeper, you can pay attention to dynasty ranks and then you're going to want to move on to redraft ranks as soon as you're going to stop keeping the players or, you know, you want to keep a slow eye or you want to have a mold between them. And also the team formats, you know, you're probably more likely to just do a keeper in 10 team or even to be fair, a 12 team, which we're going to do here. Where anything above that, like 16 teams, it's probably going to more likely than not be a straight-up dynasty. So I'm just setting the stage to tell you that you're going to have some decent-looking rosters because this is 12 teams, but we are presumed to keep all of the players. 
and that is how we're going to approach it. And ultimately, there is you can put your uh, you can put your toes in the water on both ends, Bogman. But you have to probably make the decision: Are you win now, or are you going to build up this badass future team and maybe punt a year? How are you approaching Dynasty, and how are you going to approach this draft? Yeah, I mean, in Dynasty, what you really want to do is you want to restock and not rebuild, right? I think that's the the biggest thing is you want you don't want to you don't want to lose too much. So I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go through my rankings that I made mainly. I don't know if I'm going to follow it to a T. Of course, everything changes while you're doing it live, which we'll talk about next week, by the way. Right. Right. Exactly. But um you know, I'm going to go youth first and I'm sitting at three. I'm curious to whether Porter will take, you know, Michael Thomas as a Saints fan or if he's going to take McCaffrey or Barkley no. one or two. So I don't know what I'm going to have at three, but uh, I uh, Michael Thomas is one of my board. And if he's there, it's an easy auto pick. Yeah. So. And, and we're going to see a lot more wide receivers. You know, I, I would say the classic construction of a dynasty team is going to probably be heavier on younger wide receivers. And then it's going to be building into like younger, high productive wide receivers like uh, Tyreek Hill, Godwin, guys like Cooper, Juju. Like they're going to all go higher in a format like this. DeAndre Hopkins is should go a bit higher. You know, he's probably like a top six pick in Dynasty. And then people are more comfortable building around young running backs. So you're going to see Alaire and Jonathan Taylor go higher. You're going to see uh, guys like Cam Akers and Dobbins and Swift go higher than normal. So the classic build is build constructed, solid wide receivers, younger running backs for the future, and quarterbacks are going to go probably a decent amount higher, especially guys like uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, even into Kyler Murray. They should most like. I mean, I guess... I guess even in redraft, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are going high, but like they they should not last outside the second round. Like I won't let them. I wouldn't let one of those two last outside the second round because you just if you can get a high productive quarterback that's got years in front of them, it's worth it. It's definitely worth yeah. it in a dynasty or keeper. Yeah, and you'll see that a little bit more. You know, quarterbacks will go higher. A younger tight end will go higher. Uh, rookies will go a little bit higher in this draft too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think. In a 12-man, we probably won't have people doing the full punt, you know, the full punt year one or anything like that. But there, there it might still happen. Uh, some people just give that strategy, and, and that happened in your uh, RDI baseball. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Of, I like, I like it because I think it can work, but I don't think it's it's crazy helpful when people do that because people, I despise it. Well, I, I know like you despise it, it, but what I don't like about when we do it too crazy in the industry is people like it's super easy for someone to do a mock and just punt the whole thing and be like, look at this. But I've always pushed back on everybody to say, all right, but like you're telling someone to throw their dollars in the trash can for two or three years. Like, yeah, you know, if, if you play in a $200 league or $150 league, you're telling them to eat 300 to $450 to play for the future where you're you are gambling and betting on players that have no assurances. And I think it's riskier and it's even riskier in football because the timelines are so much shorter than baseball. I mean, a running back for two years can be the number one guy. And like, look at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is 25 years old. You would think he's 38 right now with how he's being treated. So the fall off (laughs) is so much more dramatic and the wide receivers don't have as far of a, uh, of a fall. But they definitely, you know, a guy that you take in the first round, look at Odell. You know, Odell was a guy that you would have taken two overall 
like even as much as like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And he's not a second. He's not probably a top two round pick in this. So these guys can fall off. The windows are much shorter in football. So I tend to lean much more towards a win now. I, I want to be win now with an eye into the future and a consideration to the future. Um, but I know not everybody's the same. Some people just want to build youth and um, that's okay. And that's what we're going to battle with And some people just want to go vets, you know, yeah. and, and, and a lot of that is, I think a lot of the only vet building teams is uh, experienced players having leagues collapse on them. Yeah. So they're like, I'm just going to build for this year. And if this league lasts five years, I'll deal with it then. Heavy trading you know? guys too. Like if you're a really good trader, you're in a league that has lots of trades. Uh, you know, they know that they can make moves for picks or they can move players around to rebuild in youth and stuff like that. So, you know, what type of league it is, what it favors, uh, collapsing, all that t- stuff, kind of kind of stuff play, comes into play here. So, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into this mock draft. It is a dynasty. It is 12 team. I'm eight. Bogman's three. We'll break it all down when it's done. Mock draft. Let's go. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You can't believe what fell. All your dreams. This. Pops down the drain. Let's play some in this league. Box draft. Box draft time. All right. Let's go. <laughs> We're going. Order number running. one. RFP, the American Sniper. Who's so it's interesting that he's one because I wonder if he'll go Michael Thomas or a running back. I feel like this is a Saquon or McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I saw some really interesting data the other day. Oh, the horn. horn. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? The horn. This is Michael Thomas easy, right? Oh, yeah. Michael Thomas for me. I saw some cool data. I wish I could think of who it was. And I hate when I do that. You see something cool and you forget about it. But somebody was pulling some really good data on age versus production um, in Dynasty at each position. And I mean, it's a lot of what you would expect, but um, you know how it goes. Luckily, this board is updating. This is fantastic. It is. Zeke we have uh, then, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. So I'm coming up You're here. Up and I'm, in a, I'm in a poop position here. I don't particularly like where I'm at. Okay. And uh, Nick Chubb. So I you're up. Turn off the horn. <laughs> I don't particularly like. Just where I'm at, just because of, uh, I got the compression glove, by the way. I'm not Michael Jackson here. (laughs) 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 Yes, we can do everything. And I mean everything. Up in my wishing tree. (laughs) Oh, I, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hopkins. The hop. I'm going to go Hopkins here at eight. Don't particularly love it. Seven. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he's like a long that. time. You've got him at four on your dynasty yeah. rank overall. So wide receivers just last longer than running backs. Some running backs last a long time, but for the most part, 
uh, wide receivers just last so much longer because those running backs get beat up and it's yeah. a dynasty mock. So, yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I just want to be in on the running backs, but uh, I'm in a decent spot since this is since this is a 12 team that there's going to be some young running backs coming back. Uh, there goes Devonte Adams. Like I'm particularly looking at. Um, yeah, I'm looking at dudes like Miles Sanders, maybe even some of the rookie running backs. I'm going to probably look at coming back because I think that's where I'm going to go. But even though Lamar Jackson is a little enticing in Dynasty. Yeah, Jackson and Mahomes still on the board. I think they'll probably go in the second round, but I wouldn't be shocked to see them go here. Yeah. So remember, hopefully everybody remembers this is Dynasty. Yeah, I I did the reminder. You were the only one that wasn't here. I know I was the only one. I was like literally (laughs) last minute. I was. Mixon, Tyreek Hill. I mean, I've got, uh, you're coming up again here pretty soon. Top of my board, I've got, uh, you know, those Bucks wideouts where there goes Godwin. Evans is in there. Uh, You know, I like Fournette, Cooper. Yeah, I'm definitely Uh, not. Are you going to go Lamar? I think I'm going to go Lamar. Not bad for running back. There goes Juju. It's not a bad pick, dude. I I like, you know, uh, the running backs or the quarterbacks last longer than the running backs. Yeah, and uh, who is your first pick again? You went with DeAndre, Ho- DeAndre Hopkins. It'd Hopkins, be very interesting okay. for me to uh, there goes oh there goes see Miles Sanders was a big kind of decision for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually thinking about even those rookie running backs I'm looking at here, but I think this is I mean Lamar is clearly going to go in the next two picks to Harlem <laughs> Sean or to Thomas, but. I think Thomas will will yeah, take one of them. Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Don't make me. We haven't cussed in like. Uh, how long <laughs> I know this is the, this is like the opposite of the last mock we did. Come on, Thomas. <laughs> Come on, Thomas. Come on, baby. Sign even the treaty. Ta- even if he takes Lamar, you could still take Mahomes. Sign That's the treaty, baby. Sign the treaty, baby. Come on. <laughs> Sign the treaty, baby. Derek Henry. Derek I'm gonna go Henry. Lamar. No yeah, Lamar. dude. Here's your first cuss. I know y'all seen the speed. Y'all seen it, right? Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, but where is Lamar? Okay, there you go. I did not have him queued up. Type in Lamar. Dynasty <laughs> Lamar Jackson. You have him at uh, 16 overall, and I got him at 17. So there you Man, go. I've got like... How about you here? Well, you know I love Fournette. So if he falls to me, I think that has to be my pick here, even though I do have... Uh, I have Mike Evans... Uh, listed at the top of my board here. Amari Cooper's there, Patrick Mahomes. Then we're starting to get into tight ends like Kittle and Kelsey, which aren't bad picks either. So I'm kind of, there goes Clyde Edwards Alaire right after you took that. Uh, see, I mean, that's where I was kind of looking. Oh, uh, there goes Jonathan Taylor. Well, and it's gone. Yeah. That answered a lot of uh, <laughs> what well, I was looking at. Look at Barrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You Welsh. I'm guessing he takes. Mahomes oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even see it. I don't have the chat. Yep. Uh, yeah. See, he took Mahomes. Oh God. So Guthrie. Uh, oh my that's God. How you sounded? You You're like oh God. <laughs> oh God, you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I love these wideouts here. There's a lot of good ones, but I think I gotta take one running back. So uh, it's gonna be fun sure? for me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who are you taking up? Oh yeah, Fournette. This that's a pick of Bogman picks ever is Fournette. I have Evans at the top of my board, but I need an RB. So yeah. Fournette it is, and then I'll see like Evans or Kelsey fall back to me. I'm only uh, 
four picks away. You know, it is it is interesting thinking about the subject, uh, you know, talking about some of the good data work people do in Dynasty about, there goes Mike Evans, about yeah. age and everything like that, that, you know, football has the same thing that baseball suffer, suffers from. You know, you really can get away with just creating a win-now team. Uh, there yeah. goes George Kittle. And you you don't have to go crazy ageism, or you can Julio. just go in and build for the complete future here. Uh, I'm one pick away from getting Kelsey. (laughs) Uh, Come on, Ben. Don't do it. Come on, baby. (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, I took DJ. DJ Moore. That's an excellent pick. Uh, DJ DJ Moore, honestly, he he was my next pick if if Kelsey went, but... I'm going to take Kelsey here. So I've gone three different positions at the beginning of my dynasty with Fournette, Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey. I like it. It's not bad. I have got at the top of my uh, queue, which I should probably look at, I've got Eckler and uh, Aaron Jones. So both of those guys, not in any particular order to tell you. Um, Going through here. AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lance on the board. There goes A-Rob. Galladay. Kenny Galladay would be another one that I'm probably I gotta put Galladay on the board. Um, I mean I gotta think about running back for sure, but it's dynasty, you know. But like this is a win now thing though. Hopkins and Lamar Jackson, but I don't. I also want to build around some younger running backs. Eckler and Jones aren't exactly that. There goes Robinson and Cortland Sutton. Put Galladay yeah. on the board. Drake. I love how uh, when you use the draft board on Streamyard, it works. It works perfectly fine. Look at that. When I did it last night, nothing wouldn't nope. move. Yeah, you did the. There goes. Ah, oh, there goes. Fucking yeah, Eckler. Eckler. <laughs> in the face. In the face. No! <laughs> uh, God damn it! Disappointed. There's still there's still a bunch of good backs on the board. I yeah, are there? There probably won't be by the time I pick. You got two picks before I pick again. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Josh. Josh, uh, <laughs> first mock, too. It took Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake. Uh, the, the 30 I probably got to go Aaron Jones. I am very tempted. I want to take Kenny Galladay uh, just but, to get those two. Uh, <sighs> oh. Oh. I, I, I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of good wideouts on the board, though. Brown, Ridley, Judy, Lamb. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Aaron Holiday, Jones. Beckham, Jefferson. My like, only reason is, like, I kind of wanted to come back and go with a Swift or Melvin Gordon on the, yeah. on the turn back, so to have Kenny Galladay there. But, Kenny, you know, Aaron Jones is going to – Yeah, there goes AJ Brown's a great pick. Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones should be a free agent. Doesn't mean he can't go to a great destination still. Yeah. So, yeah, there goes I mean, there's so many running backs that are free agents after this year. There's plenty of teams that are going to be looking for a new one. So, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a OBJ. great pick. Yeah. I think that's a good pick, don't you? I hope these are all wideouts. Yes. Yeah, Keenan yeah. Allen, let's go. I need another back. Where are you on uh, Todd Gurley in this format? I mean, he is not four billion years old, though his knees might uh, tell you a little bit different. Hey, old man River, zip it or I'll break your hip. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's nice that he passed yeah, his man. physical and everything, oh. but I'm not. I'm not going to be in on Todd Gurley. He's probably got three years left. You're like, that's nice. There goes DeAndre Swift. Uh, oh, man. I got Gordon and Galladay at the top of my list right now. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad you got your back, but now I'm upset I'm not going to get mine. <laughs> yeah. There goes Cooper Cup. I got two picks. I got Sean and Thomas. Who are you I mean, going to go with? 
Galladay is the number one guy. But he's at the absolute top of the board, so he's just not going to be there. Uh, there's a very good chance that Melvin Gordon is there for me. I, uh, but I don't like not getting all those uh, wide receivers. So, actually, input my uh, my dynasty rankings last night. So it didn't take oh, me that here. long either. Yeah, it was like twenty minutes. Didn't take uh, long at all on the fan tracks. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. It goes Kyler Murray. That's a good pick, actually, in the fourth yeah. round. All right, Thomas. I'll, I'll go white. Yeah, he <laughs> Oh, Galladay, one pick in front of you. Oh, your tears are so yummy. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, the tears of unfathomable sadness. Mm, yummy, yummy, you guys. Uh, I mean, I hate it because it means you're going to take Gordon here, right? I mean, <sighs> yeah, I am going to take Melvin Gordon. God damn it. I want Lev Bell to to fall to me here. I mean, yeah. I know he's he's a little bit long in the tooth for a running back, but I need another one. And there's so many good wideouts, and I pick again so quick. So uh, there goes mm. Tyler Lockett, three picks away. Tyler uh, famous, famous is the Jets fan, though. Ooh. Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Hey. You like that? You like that? Come on, Barrow and got three. Don't do it. Come on, baby. Don't do Sign it. Sign the treaty. I'll have uh, people will absolutely despise my start. Uh, Joe Joe Pizapia would hate my start if I get Why? Bell here because it'd be Fournette, oh, Bell, yeah. Michael Thomas, and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> there goes Mark Andrews. Oh, uh, yes. Come on, Guthrie, not Bell. I'm looking. There's still actually some pretty good talent uh, that's sitting out here available. Come on, Guthrie. Guthrie. I mean, wideouts are getting a little dicey. Sign the treaty, Guthrie. Come on, Mark Andrews. Top of. Uh, Five round pick in Dynasty. Debo, Debo. You, bitch. you son of a. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Lev. Here. I got a murder ball you. And for my next trick, oh, it'll be next? Jerry Judy if he falls. Mm, that is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Go take, uh, go take your idiot lamb. <laughs> well, he's second on the board, so I'll take, take Lamb him. too. No, no I'm going to take Judy, Judy first. Do I never get Judy in my life? He doesn't go to the 49ers, and I don't get him in the Dynasty mock draft. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. that's the rule. Uh, there, so there he went. There he went. How about no, Scott? Okay. Whoops. God damn it. God damn double it. taps him. He did oh, double tap the rookies. The smart Dynasty play. Stay. And I hate. It. I Deshaun Watson's box. struggle bus here. Deshaun Watson's still out there. I don't want a quarterback yet. No, um, no. There's, I, I, I. That's a good idea. Uh, hold on, let me look at my overall. Um, you know, Watson is my number one on the overall, but I'm on the struggle bus here. Between, uh, don't want to go with a rookie. Go away, Baton. You know what? I'm gonna just do this. I'm gonna pass the rookie. I take DK Metcalf. I have Anderson higher on my board, but I want Metcalf. Man, <laughs> the top of my board. How's it taste, mother? <laughs> For those of you that heard it last time, um, you know that uh, elephant noise came in there. God damn it! <laughs> that Welsh explosion. I just was like, oh, great. DK Metcalf looks like he's going to be there for me. God damn it, man. <laughs> Not James Conner to Guthrie. Uh, 
I mean, I'm almost I'm almost feeling like a win now. So, but I, I don't I just don't Todd Gurley. Uh, Todd Gurley. That's what I was about to say. It was Todd Gurley. It was the <laughs> that oh, was going to be the guy I was going to take. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the heat flow through you. Don't speak anyone else's name into existence. There goes Deshaun Watson. I did do that. Uh, I feel like Thielen. He's a little bit older, but I like what? Jefferson here. Yeah, Chris Carson. You do. I mean, I but Thielen's a good pick too. I mean, you know, it, they're both they're both solid. Yeah, why are you acting so weird? I kind of want to. Well, I guess I'd be taking them. On, well, but my boy DJ Chark though. Yeah, Chark Chark's good. I mean, I got he's like five on my list here. Mm-hmm. He is below Thielen to me. I am going to go Thielen, and then I coming back. I'm going to take one of Jefferson or Chark, even gotcha. though I do feel like that's going to be weird having two wideouts on the same team. But it is dynasty, so it's dynasty. Yeah, yeah. don't worry about bye weeks in dynasty. Yeah, let's see on the running back spot. You still got David Johnson sitting out there, of course. I go Stefan Diggs, Mark Ingram, Kareem Hunt, uh, Raheem Mostert, Darius Geis, Bogman, Zach Ertz just went in the fifth round. That's a good pick. Darius I, guys, have guys, I have guys a little bit lower in uh, my dynasty ranks. And the reason is, um, you know, if just if he doesn't make it this year, he's just not going to make it. So yeah. I'm more willing to take a one year risk on a guy like <laughs> there goes Chark, <laughs> David Johnson. Oh, no, we suck again. Um, but if he doesn't make it this year, he's just flat out done. So I'll take there the risk guys. this year. <laughs> But I'm not going to take him in a long term scenario. And then do you see what Sorio said? He said, "Be healthy, you." Ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. So, I knew guys went. I just his comment. I got. I know. I'm thinking about Devonte Parker. Parker. Yeah. Okay. Terry McLaurin is another one I really like. That's a good one too. Yeah. Oh man, there's still lots of good oh, tight ends. Oh man, there goes Marquise Brown. And then just looking at the running backs. It's not great. And there goes Terry McLaurin. <laughs> I'm like the, uh, uh, what's his Grr. name? Walter White, where he's like, that's right. <laughs> you and your eyebrows. Me and the gotas. That thing. Whiz that thing. I think I'm going to go. Oh, Justin Jefferson. That's a good pick. Top that's of my board. Spot. Yeah, top of my board. I love that. Got pick. three wideouts, two running backs, and a quarterback. So, I want Kareem Hunt here. Yeah. That is my next pick. And then Where I've got uh, right now. I've got Fournette and Bell. Okay, look at that board. Just nicely updating for me. <laughs> yep, gotta love it. Working perfect. Yeah, Working yeah. Perfect for me. Hooray for you. That's yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Just updating every time. So good. Mark Ingram and Mike Gallup. Michael Gallup. Michael. There goes Devontae Parker. I will absolutely take this guy if he's there. Henry Ruggs. Good pick. He's the other guy high on my board. I want Hunt, and next I want uh, 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 Woods. Robert Woods, sorry. Robert Woods. T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Jarvis Landry, Edelman, all guys that are still out there. There goes Jalen Rager. Uh, Tyler Boyd, another. There's actually some really, really good wide receiver depth that's sitting out here right now. Wow. I mean, it, it's good. <laughs> Josh that says F- you, Bogman. <laughs> sorry, oh. buddy. Sorry. We're sorry. 
I'm deeply sorry. For your oh, for your Kareem Hunt. For Kareem yeah. Hunt, yeah. I thought about Kareem Hunt over. God damn it! I wanted Raheem Mostert so bad, <laughs> so bad. You bastard, Porter. <laughs> Piece of shit. We don't. We don't make mistakes. We have happy accidents. Yeah, well, Porter, Porter with these back-to-back picks, are, he's killing us. He's uh, turning back into the American sniper here. I feel like we haven't heard it for a while. No, no. I'm just looking through these uh, running backs. It's okay. Oh, you oh. bitch. Oh, he got both of us. He got both of us, you f***er. Oh, he sniped me. Oh. Yeah, it's a shit f***ing sandwich. I'm going to take Tyler Boyd then. Ah, that's Prescott. That's a good pick. That's lame. Tyler Boyd. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Boyd uh, definitely would have been a pick of mine. So I don't. I gotta say I don't have a single person that I am in love with at the top of my board right now. I got yeah. some running backs. I mean, T.Y. Hilton is actually a really good like win now play, especially yeah. with Justin Jefferson. So. That actually might be a really good balance for me. If I would say there. when you get into that spot, Welsh, when you get into the man, I don't really like these guys here. Take a vet. Take a yeah. vet that's going to help you this year. So I, I like that T.Y. Hilton. Well, especially because I've got a guy like Justin Jefferson, who's a little bit more of a future play. Yep. It might not be super productive. Every other guy I have is a, is a productive play for this year. Even if Hilton goes, I'd also say like you could throw A.J. Green into that territory. I think yeah. uh, Green's a little bit 31. T.Y. Hilton's 30 right now. So you could throw them, but there goes T.Y. Hilton. So f- me, right? F- me, right? Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Brandon Cooks. That's Brandon Cooks. That's cool. <laughs> so mad. Having a great time. Yeah, you sound like you're having a great time. <laughs> you don't sound miserable. Oh, you want to f- Jarvis, uh, Jarvis Landry. Landry. I don't know. No, I mean, AJ Green's not a bad. I mean, it's not great. What yeah, would- Green. Green is great here i think if you're looking for a back see uh, my list i well, i have all green's a white out but yeah i said if you're looking for a back i didn't say yeah, i'm gonna go more white out. yeah that's a good pick and then uh, coming and back i'm gonna go running back oh you wanted him mm-hmm. sure yeah. did that uh, makes me really really happy then good for you Thanks. i think i might look at a uh, younger back i'm looking at Keyshawn vaughn and daryl henderson there's Russell Wilson just picked. Yeah, I like uh I like both those picks. I like Henderson a little bit more, but yeah, ne- neither are gimmies. Zach Moss is pretty uh enticing as well. And I'm just looking down this list if there's anybody else pretty. Denzel Mims just went pick something. <laughs> that's my, that's my pick official, something. That's Thank my you. Official, that's eighty two uh, overall. Pick. Yeah. That's uh, 10th pick in the seventh round. We are flying. Dude. Yeah, we are flying. I'm feeling pretty decent about this. It's going to be really interesting seeing the uh, the development of what these teams look like, which people can see the board over at in this league.com is a free post on our Patreon. Look That's at right. that. Would you believe uh, it? Carson Wentz. I need, I need a little more youth. Uh, I My, my team is, I, I need more youths. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Lev Bell, Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf, Tyler Boyd, Travis Kelsey. Kareem Hunt. So I could yeah. I could lo- use a little youth. You could use some youths. Did you say youths? Yeah, two youths. You were, some you were like tripping over your own words, like trying to come out with it. Oh, is this guy this guy out there? Is he the two youths? Ah. I went. What are you? There goes Joe Burrow and Evan Ingram. I don't even. God, I was looking man. at. Are Dobbs you serious? Like, yeah, I'm surprised oh, that you were that high. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna wait on Burrow, but 
Obviously not anymore. No, nope. not anymore. Uh, okay. All right. So that's I, what I'm going to do. I got a semi plan here. You have a semi and a plan? I got a semi semi plan. Um, ah, man, that's tough, though. Alexander Madison. I am torn. Nothing's fine, I'm torn. That's how you sing torn. Um, I mean, when I edit it, I'm just going to take all of your humming out and put in Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> I'm looking and at the tight end, and I'm just wondering if it's worth getting. There's still a couple, not elite, but like high-end tight ends. Hunter Henry and Darren Waller are still out there. Uh, let's see. Matson and Higgins walked right yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, well you didn't have you didn't have a tight end. Um I was You have looking, a tight end, don't you? Yeah, I do. I got Kelsey, yeah. so I'm all set. Oh, Plenty of good ones out here. You're up. Christian Kirk, uh Henry Waller, Hooper, Fant, Hawkinson. Uh, yeah. But I also don't love a lot of the guys that are available right now. Where is this guy? Is this guy still out there? Oh, oh, shoot. All right. I'm going to go with this guy, Mike Williams. Whiteout. Mike Williams. Uh, I want Josh Allen. I think he's kind of the last of the quarterbacks who's still super young and has a ton of upside. Tua's still there, but, you know, I would want Tua as a backup in, in this type of scenario. Darius Slayton just went. So, because I need a quarterback to play this year. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a solid pick by Josh too. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like that. Edelman's still out there. This, this is like the crazy dynasty. We well, are Edelman's in... our age. Like <laughs> well, we are much older than Edelman, unfortunately. I hate to tell you. So um, isn't he like thirty three or thirty four? He's thirty four. But I'm just saying, like we're at pick around around pick a hundred. And if you yeah. are looking to try to take advantage of win now, see there goes Keyshawn Vaughn. F- you. Yeah. Well, if ifs and buts was candies and nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas. Tell him that. Marco <laughs> uh, got you back. Didn't he call you a or whatever earlier? I don't know what uh, he called me. I didn't see it. So Keyshawn. Um, yeah, when you picked uh who the hell do you pick that he was so pissed off about? Uh the quarterback, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Guthrie. Pick. Daryl Henderson. Excellent pick. I'll take Josh Allen. <laughs> 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 That noise, that dude. Oh, oh, there goes Darren Waller. There he goes. Oh, it's all coming apart at the scene for the well. Round eight. God damn, Porter, you Nick Farland Porter. Oh, and there was my other one. Dylan, you son of a bitch, was at the top of my list. Gotcha, bitch. What is your problem, Porter? Idiot! Idiot! Will Fuller, mother! I mean, I didn't he want to pull the trigger. Phone. I didn't want to pull the trigger on Will Fuller, but he was at the top of my list. I'll take Mike Williams. I took Mike Williams. I took Mike Williams. No, I literally. You took a non. You took an NA Mike Williams Bogman. I took the real Mike Williams. I promise oh, you. Fine. You might want to retract that. Yep. Uh, yep. Hold on. Whoops. My bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, you should pay attention. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Wrong guy. Let's it. Keep your eyes open. Okay. Wide open. Guess I won't talk. 
So Sorry. Brandon Ayuk. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I I listed the wrong Mike Williams in my uh, in my draft. So right. I don't even know. Is that like Mike Williams from the Lions? No idea. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's lame that you took Ayuk. Yeah, I mean, not blame you. So. Laugh in my face. I'm gonna take no fant. Uh, Noah Fant was one of those tight ends. I was thinking this is why you wait, but um, we've had Waller and Fant go over Hunter Henry. There goes Julian Edelman in round nine. Austin Hooper still out here too. We still out here, fam. Yeah, and see Harlem Sean said exactly what I just said. He said, "Was that the Lions, Mike Williams?" <laughs> uh, Sam Darnold just went. That's see that I'm so glad I'm not dealing in that pool of. Uh, Oh God! Well, it's not that bad. You could still take Aaron Rodgers. You know, you don't have oh, to take Sam Darnold, but that's famous. He's a Jets fan. D D D D D. I am a little torn, a little torny, torny, torn, 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 torny, 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 torn. I'm going to do this. Zach Moss. Ah, 104. Yeah, right. That kid is back on the escalator again. Ooh, that was some good silence there. <laughs> Nikhil Henry. Um, Nikhil Henry. Like ah, James White. Ow. Ow. I have hard. all see, this is a problem. I have all tight ends and then the wrong Mike Williams on my uh on my board here. So after that, it's all these uh guys that I don't want. Uh let's see. I'm gonna queue up that guy and that guy and that guy. Oh, here's a good one. I got a good one. I know exactly who I want. Uh, Karen Johnson, Preston Williams just went. Well, now I got to look around to see if I can find that guy. Miko Hardman. Miko Hardman. Uh, oh, oh God damn you, Sorio. Was that your guy? That was one of them. Yeah. I have uh, uh, yeah. Philip Lindsay. I, just, I think that's a good pick because once he leaves Denver, uh, I, I think he's going to be just as good as he was before. Uh, these guys can take long. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it's new destination stuff. Oh, there goes Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. There's still so many good tight ends. I mean, there are great. Oh Christ, Thomas. Marlon Mack. Well, me and the goat ass. You. That one. (laughs) Regular Starbuck there. Regular Starbuck over there. Ow! Me and the goat ass. You f***ing whiz that thing. <laughs> uh, which one do I want to do? Where do I want to go? I'm going to take a shot on this Bogman for this season. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Excellent. 113, 13th round. A lot of pub yeah, about him. The opportunity. I, I really like that. I'm going to take Antonio Brown. Ah, oh, Bogman. It's such a great pick. Sneaky, sneaky. At the beginning of the draft, I thought about him, and then it just went away as we were going. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's probably only a two-year play, but it's still a good pick at this. Yeah, point. yeah. I just if he gets on the field, he's so good. Yeah, you know, take A B. Well, and... there goes Austin Hooper. So the tight end pool is now less fun. Uh, there go uh, Manny Sanders, and I'm up, and I will take Antonio Brown and his crazy ass. Yep. And then my next trick will probably be either Damian Williams or Matt Breda. Okay. One of those two. Um, let me... Cohen's still a pretty decent option here, too. Tariq? Yeah. And He's there one goes. of those guys, so oh, next pick. There you go. And there he goes. 
speak it into existence. I'm sure Porter will take Brita and Damian Williams right here, right? That's just what he's been f***ing doing. It's almost 100% uh, <laughs> possibility. I mean, it's a fact. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> no way. He can't take either one of those guys, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. There he goes. Finally. And then fortunate when we do this on video that people can see what we do and that like I am just like texting, not paying attention to you. I can't. <laughs> well, hide. I, you're also officially at work right now. So, yeah. you know, oh, there Tua. goes to I like that. I like those guys being paired up, man. Porter's killing this elbow. Spot. Yeah. Porter's he really is really, really good draft. Uh, it is amazing, though, that God, this compression glove looks so stupid. You mother! Oh, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> ben, Ben and Ben was like, hey, can you hit me up so I can get into one of the the dynasty drafts and all that stuff? I'll take stupid. I was just dancing. I was sitting over here dancing. Great. Patreon. Dot com slash ITL Army to watch me dance. This is the Bogman Got Snipe Dance. Boo doo doo. Bogman Got Snipe Dance. Boom boom. I almost said something. Oh, it's something you can't, you can't say anymore? Yep. Ooh, Chris Herndon. It has to do with your glove and what you look like. With <laughs> uh, I, I bet you can guess what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to hear the <laughs> exact. I'd like to say it. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> I really I like to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, I would love to tell you. I would tell you exactly how I feel about your glove. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I don't particularly love anybody available right now. No, they all suck. Who cares? Suck dick. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do this. Can't believe I'm this pouty about Matt Breida. KJ okay, Hamler. That's a good snack. I was thinking about going veteran, but there are still so many good vets sitting out there that I thought I'd go with uh, with a rookie wideout. You got another pick before me, man. Yeah, I'm thinking about, I mean, now you got TJ Hawkinson just has just gone. Tyler Higby, but I got a deeper tight end that I think I might go with here at this point. And I've got mm. two running backs, two wideouts on the bench. How many more bench spots do we have? Uh, we have six total. So great not doing defense either. Good job. Yeah, no kicker, no defense. Oh. And I actually lowered the bench spots from oh. eight to six. So my, my back, <laughs> your neck, I'm your back, your in your crack. That's right, Antonio Gibson. That's a pretty good pick. Yeah, I like. God, that. Remember Darwin Thompson? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who was that. Just a guy. He was a football player, and now Rashad Penny. I think I might have uh, Corey Davis. Corey oh, man, Davis. You, you know that's funny that Sorio took Corey Davis. You can tell he like reads up all the stuff because I think it was like yesterday a comment came out that said the coaching staff still really likes Corey Davis. Like, yeah, that's believable. It's so like, believable. You had to print it. I like know? the idea too. It makes me happy that Sorio read one article and said I have to have him. It makes me <laughs> well, they still like him. You know, probably not. He probably didn't rate that. Does but. he say it like that? He's like, well, they don't like him. No, that's how I speak for everyone. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle white voice. You're like, yeah. hey, everybody. I, I, I talk. I talk to them like they would wear one glove at a time. Oh, I, I can't find <laughs> the other one. I need Kevin it. Coleman. Right. <laughs> Kick ass. Go ahead and pick you. Hate. 
Very rude. You're up. You're up. Appreciate it. I feel like I know who you want. I'm going to take this guy, and I don't know how sneaky it is or if anyone will give a about it. Who is it? But I'm going to go Bryce Love. Okay. Yeah. That I mean, that's that's a de- it's a nice lottery ticket punch here. Um, I think I need Duke Johnson. Need a little Duke? <laughs> yeah, little I need Duke? I need I need to take a Duke right Duke here. Your pookie? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I just need another back because I do have three good ones. I got Fournette, Bell, and Hunt. I have Damian Williams on my bench for now. Um, but I'd like I'd like another guy that's gonna get in the action this year. Yeah. So we are at the point of this draft though, where this draft board doesn't open up. It does it has like I have oh, to Oh yeah, you have to scroll down every time. time. Which yeah. is pretty annoying. So I'll do a couple rounds of it. Higby, Howard, back. Matt Ryan, oh. and then I am up. I will take Duke Johnson. I need my tight end. And I, I need, need my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby. Chillies, heavy hushes, barbecue sauce, chili, baby back. Oh, you know what? I know Porter's going to take Claypool here. I know a hundred percent. Probably another rookie. For he him. doesn't like you. So, <laughs> well, I've been helping him do. He's in the dynasty rebuild. He took over for some loser ass owner. So it's uh, really hard for him to to reset because the roster is so bad. But I've been helping him out, and uh, he took Claypool in one of the last rounds that he did. And he's a Notre Dame fan, and he didn't do it. He took Lavisca. Love it. Ooh, I was looking Dallas at Dallas Goddard. Ooh, Dallas Goddard Chase after Claypool. Murray. You know who I'm looking at, Box, as a tight end, but I wonder if I can wait. I'm looking at Hayden Hurst. You want to talk about good news out of there? Matt Ryan talking about one of the most athletic, fastest tight ends he's ever dealt with. He's going to go into the system that Austin Hooper was in. I know there's other targets out there, but a 26 year old, I don't know. I feel like Hayden Hurst, like Gasicki and, and Hayden Hurst in this format dynasty just seems like a good bet right now. And there's a bunch yeah, of good bets out there too. So they're both really strong. I mean, if I was. You know, if I had to take like a super young guy, I would go Cole Komet here, but you got to have a guy that's going to be valuable. And in a 12 man, you don't want to take two tight ends ever. So, exactly. Uh, let's see. We had Alshon Jeffrey. That was someone looking at too. Actually, might look. I mean, John Brown, Robbie Anderson, still both out there, Boggs. I mean, they're yeah. Just- uh, Robbie Anderson is the top of my board. Yeah. yeah he's on, he's at the top as well. John Brown. Well, now he's at the exact top because I had John Brown. I think I might go uh, Alan Lazard. I think I might go Robbie Anderson and then try to pull either Gasicki or Hayden Hurst in the draft. I like that. So the Duvernay's still there. Like there's some good rookies, Van Jefferson, Antonio Gandy uh, Golden. Ooh, there you goes. got serious uh, FUs to you, by the way, for your uh, clay pool. I saw that and I said, uh, I thought for sure Porter was going to take him. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, we are going to allow the people in the draft to join the chat of our live stream. Maybe. Oh, but, you know, that's a good idea. Because that then, like, we got to be careful. I don't know if it would be a good play for us because then we got to be careful about how we talk because we can't can't talk about like what's coming up. So maybe we actually can't. Because I was just going to say we could. Yeah. We could enlist their comments and stuff like that, but you know, maybe we not. can try it. We can at least give it a shot and see how it works. You know. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Matt Stafford. I don't know what I want to do for this last pick here, because this is it. We're already done. So fast, so fast. I feel like I'm in. I'm in too fast, too furious. 
I don't know if I want to go backup quarterback or if I want, you know what? I'm not going to do that. 12 man league. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark on yeah. a running back here. Do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a young dude. Uh, oh, you're taking a young guy. Let's see. Um, well, you're up before me. Well, so. I'm taking a tight end because I need to take a tight oh, end. Oh, that's we're, right. We're filling out our roster. So let me take a guest. Uh, Darwin Thompson. No, Dar- Darwin Thompson is a decent yeah. guest, but Damian no. Hurst just went. Oh, there went Kasicki. So my answer is Hayden Hurst. <laughs> His last pick, I like that. Well, Damian Harris was at the top of my board, oh, but I got I got a second one here. Um, I'm gonna take Darrington Evans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's playing on his franchise tag. So if Evans impresses a little bit this year, uh, then maybe they let Henry walk. Very doubtful. But then, uh, or I won't because Famous will f-ing take him. It's the way the world. In the last round. Thanks, Famous. Thanks, pal. Don't, don't regret inviting you to Mox. Right before you. LaMichael P. Ryan just went. Oh, God. That was awesome. Well. Whip. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go the exact opposite route then, and I'm gonna take Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, look at that! Look at this guy. No running backs left, so why not? Why not? See, why Michael not? P. Ryan is what famous should have taken because he's a Jet. Golden Tate just went. Larry Fitzgerald for me. Remember JJ Arthiga? Remember him? JJ Arthiga Whiteside. Whiteside. Saying he ran a, uh, he ran like a four six eight at at the combine, and then they're like, "Oh, he ran a four three three at his pro day." He's like, "Yeah, right." Okay, Jamal Williams. That's actually a really sneaky late pick, and Van, Van Jefferson. Jefferson. I like that one, Junior. So, how do you want to? Uh, how do you want to go do by that? teams? Well, what do you got? Well, so let's start with you. Well, here, hold on. Let's do this. Let me reshare. Ah, yeah. Switch screens around a little bit. Yeah, oops, that's still not working. Let's trash that. Let's share a better screen. We will do the live draft so you can kind of see. Yeah, there you go. Now you can see it a little bit. You could go just to the teams if you want, but this shows the rounds. This is better. Oh, you're right about that. You're right about yeah, this that. This shows the rounds. This is better. Okay. So like uh, my team, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Melvin Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Hayden Hurst, and A.J. Green. That's my starting lineup on the bench. Mike Williams, Zach Moss, Ronald Jones, K.J. Hamler, Bryce Love, and Robbie Anderson. What do you think, Boggs? Uh, I like it. I think uh, the bench, of course, is a little questionable, but you're going uh, all kind of upside here. Starting lineup is insane. You know, having Gordon and Jones and Lamar and DeAndre Hopkins, that's a crazy good start. You have one questionable guy in the lineup with Justin Jefferson, and only questionable because we haven't seen him. Well, you and, can and, pick AJ Green in that spot, and if yeah. any of these guys can work out, if Ronald Jones gets that starting job, if Mike, Mike Williams, Williams, Mike Williams most likely will get a lot of your starts this year, but that's fine. So uh, I like the Bryce Love lottery ticket. I think Robbie Anderson has some upside and Hamler does too. So, uh, and I really, I was jealous of the Zach Moss pick. So I, I think you did a good job of balancing your team with um, youth and with, you know, win now stats here, because the whole, the whole thing is you don't want to rebuild. You want to restock. Yeah. You know, I, I like what you did here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I really would have, I, I thought about uh Alaire, I thought about Jonathan Taylor, but I passed them up for Lamar Jackson. You know, truth be told, what are the changes that could have happened if you don't take Lamar? 
you know, I could have taken a guy like Kyler or Russell Wilson or something or Deshaun Watson later. And then, you know, in place of Lamar, I would have probably had, you know, let's let's just call it Aaron Jones and Hilaire. And then where I took Melvin Gordon, I would have taken another wide out. So, you know, you got to go back and forth. You know, is the early quarterback worth it? Lamar Jackson just scores so many damn points. He's like yeah. another pseudo running back. He's like a flex play that you get at, also at quarterback. Good starters. I think this is a good win now team with a little bit of pressure for the future. I don't think it's necessarily the best setup of a dynasty team on the planet, but this is probably more similar to a team that I'm going to roll with because I, I don't like doing the whole like, all right, well, second round pick is Jerry Judy. Third round pick is this guy, you know, That's and just too much. You're punting the year. And we we know if we've ever had a time in our life to know that nothing is for certain. And <laughs> win now it's yeah. right now. This is a a touch to the future with a win now approach, even with the guys like Thielen and Green, uh, Melvin Gordon and Aaron, you know, Aaron Jones with the payday next year. So I like it. I think it's just like a, you know, B plus A minus on a dynasty, you think? Yeah, I think I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna look through these teams and there's gonna be a couple ones that are just off. And the uh, all the other ones are gonna be good. And, and I, I think that's kind of what we get anymore in a 12 man. Uh, but you know, the little things make the difference. So yeah, I, I think this is a pretty solid squad, uh, for my squad. I got Josh Allen, a quarterback, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, running back. My wideouts are Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf, Tyler Floyd. My tight end is Travis Kelsey. Uh, my, uh, flex is Kareem Hunt. And on the bench, I've got Ayuk, AB, Damian Williams, Duke Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Larry Fitzgerald. So. I think, you know, looking at this, I think I did okay, um, especially with taking a wideout in the first round, which, you know, in a redraft is not my strategy, but they just last so much longer. And I got the number one wide wideout off the board at pick number three. Um, so I like Fournette and I like Bell, you know, Fournette maybe playing for a new team next year. Uh, Bell is a little long in the tooth, but I do like getting Kareem Hunt for some youth. Uh, and I, I really like my, my receivers. I think that's where I excelled. Yeah, Plus getting the number one, I got the number one tight end and I got the number one wide receiver. So I like core, the squad. Your core is definitely, you have this, you have a really interesting team because like, I don't know, I don't know if I love it, but it also has this upside to go like, just think about this for a minute. Just think if a doesn't work out and Damian Williams is in there. So you've got Fournette, yeah. Bell, and Williams. You've got some future. Imagine if Kareem Hunt goes and signs a contract next season as a starter, full board. And A B gets on the field. A B gets on the field. So there's a lot, there's a lot to dream on, but you definitely have um you've got age to your team that but but see, this is where this is where people I think get lost in dynasty sometimes. Yeah. You're going to have picks every single year to replenish with these guys. I don't particularly love your bench youth depth. Like Damian Williams, Antonio Brown, and Larry Fitzgerald, that's great bench depth, but they are very limited at time. Ayuk is fine. Duke Johnson, Claypool, it's okay. Your your team's just in two years. Your team is going to fall off as far as, um, you know, like Le'Veon Bell's probably going to go away. Uh, Travis Kelsey might be, you know, moving on to greener pastures, Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, that type of stuff. So you just have to build through, but you can. You are the perfect yeah. person to have type of team you can build through i'd still say this is somewhere between like a b plus and an a minus so i don't think it pops off but you put the core pieces of building around wide receivers which you probably want to do a little bit more in dynasty. yeah yeah i think you know the sexiness of the running backs definitely isn't there and that's what makes it 
uh, a step below. So I would say A minus as well. All right, uh, Barrow, we'll go to Barrow's team. We have got Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley. That's a pretty good start. Wide receivers are Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker, T.Y. Hilton. Tight end is Mark Andrews. Uh, Flex is Julian Edelman, which he got at 101. His bench, Keyshawn Vaughn, Anthony Miller, Sterling Sharp, uh, Sterling Shepard, Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. Uh, Jordan Howard, John Brown, and LaMichael P. Ryan. This is one of those crazy starting lineups that it's tough. I mean, like, you know, when you when you try to play the middle in a dynasty and you're like, hey, I want to win now, but I also want to build for the future, you're going to go up against teams like Bar- teams like Barrows, where that starting lineup, you tell me where the hole is because it doesn't exist between Burley and Kamara, and he's got Mahomes, and he's got a really solid wide receiver core for the prices, but he doesn't have a lot of future necessary. He's got some future built in, like Kamara and Mahomes, obviously, Keyshawn Vaughn, but it's you know, a fairly young bench, you know, Vaughn Miller Shepard is still young, even though yeah. he's been in the league a couple years. And, and yeah, John Brown's a little bit older and Howard is, is kind of a Jag, but he's a good backup running back here. Uh, so I, I, I like the way this is a good, I feel I like of ours though. I will say this. I think this right now is better than both of ours because I'm thinking when now I think you and I might actually be built a little bit better for the future, but it, you know, how do you grade? How, how, how do you want to approach grading a dynasty team? Do you want it to be all win now or all value? Uh, I think the starting lineup is better than ours. So I, I don't know. I tend to, I tend to lean towards this team a little bit more. Um, I, I see that. I, I get it. I just, uh, you know, he, he didn't build around just the good running backs, but the running backs are solid. He's got good young. You know, I mean, this is a good team. I'd probably give this an A. And I think I'm not sure if it's Barrow or if it's the five spot, but it's probably a combo of both. But I think uh, he was in a good spot, too. I think he had some things. He obviously had some things not follow follow through for him because he cussed me out a couple times. But, yeah, he uh, wanted Lamar Jackson for me. So All right, yeah. you got Ben all right, Ben's squad here uh, looks like Dak Prescott at quarterback with Saquon and Devin Singletary at running back. Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Jalen Rager at wideout. Uh, Darren Waller is starting tight end with David Montgomery as a flex. The bench is Will Fuller, Tariq Cohen, Matt Breida, Marvin Jones, Dallas Goddard, and Jamal Williams. The Welsh. What do you think of this one? I actually think this is a pretty. Uh... This is a really strong squad. Um, he's making some bets, though. You know, he he's getting back into last year's class of Singletary and Montgomery. If one of them pans out, he puts himself in a good spot. He didn't necessarily build around the wide receiver core, but Evans and DJ Moore. And then you just want to throw in, you know, Young and production now because he got Rager, but then he also got Fuller and Marvin Jones. He's got lots of depth at running back, a good tight end. Dak is someone to relatively build around, and Saquon is your core. This is a, I don't know. I, I, mean, I like this team a lot. I, I like Bogs where we're going to say like, what are the teams we don't like here? Because we, I like this team more than Barrows. I do in, in, my, in my opinion. I do too. Uh, and you know, I think when you look at it and you you go really because he's got Montgomery and Singletary uh, as the starters, but he's got great backups too in Cohen in a PPR and Matt Breida, who we both think is going to take over Miami. So he can play one of those guys if one of those running backs don't work out. And then, um, you know, he's got Jalen Rager in his starting lineup, too. He's also got Will Fuller and Marvin Jones down here. 
So I, I really like the way that Ben put this team together. Yeah, he got values because, you know, had the Bills not taken Zach Moss, Devin Singletary is not going at 47. He's going much right. higher. Now there's these questions on him. David Montgomery is coming off of some blah. So same thing. Like he got values in there. Waller's a great pick to produce now. Dak is a, a, an elite-ish quarterback. So I think from top to bottom, this is uh, really, really well constructed. Oh, God. Guthrie's team is so good, too. All right, Matt Ryan, Ezekiel Elliott, James Conner. Wideouts are Mari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Devo Samuel. He's got Noah Fan at tight end, who he got at 100, and Henry Ruggs at flex, uh, six pick, uh, six round, uh, 69th overall. Uh, bench is Sonny Michelle, Daryl Henderson, Emmanuel Sanders, Josh Kelly, Alshon Jeffrey, and Golden Tate. Wow. This is, a, this is the same thing like we were talking about. This is a combo where if you just move away from Elliott and Connor, like here's, he can, I got to hold a poke. Oh, real quick. He can, he can, he can uh, put his balance on Sonny Michelle, and then he got two young guys in Daryl Henderson and Josh Kelly to build off of, and then he got all vet uh, wideouts to back up Debo and his other big core. Where really is that good squad? Here, here's the hole that I'll poke in uh, it. Um, you have James Conner, and he's injury prone, but we've seen him in the offseason. He's shredded. He looks good. He's in a contract year. I'm excited about James Conner this year, but if he doesn't work out, you're backing him up with Sony Michelle, you know, because your flex is Henry Ruggs. Yep. Sony Michelle, who's got the knee issue that everybody's worried about. And then Daryl Henderson, who might lose carries to Cam Akers, who I think is better than him, too. So I, I and I don't like Josh Kelly at all. So though that so would be my big like albatross at the second running back spot, even though he did. Yes. Get he did so good with the whiteouts that I feel like if he took at that nice 69th pick if he took uh a running back instead of henry ruggs i would like the squad a little bit better because you could take you either could have there's so many good wideouts late you can just wait on i think i'd rather do that instead of having michelle and henderson and kelly as my backups so that's yeah. the one hole i'll poke i could buy that i mean he, i think he took last round or close to last round i guess it wasn't last round it was uh Third to last Tate in the last round. That's so good. Yeah, he got Tate and Jeffrey with the last two rounds, but he also took Matt Ryan. So look what he did at the back end of the draft, you know, where the value of the youth is already gone. Baseball, this would be you're taking more flyers. In football, his last three picks were Matt Ryan, Alshon Jeffrey, and Golden Tate in this dynasty. Yeah. And he was able to still, and he got youth. You know, he got yeah. Daryl Henderson, Debo Samuel, Henry Ruggs. This is another example. I, I'm worried that this is just us breaking down and, well, this Again. is you got to poke holes because everything looks great. And that's that's the hole to poke. I mean, look, you know, James Conner plays well and Henderson winds up with the starting role. This is the team to beat. And, so. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But, but I think Ben Stevens team is still at the top. Uh, Harlem, Sean, what do you got? Harlem, Sean at quarterback. He's got Kyler Murray. His running backs are Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. Whiteouts, OBJ, Stefan Diggs, Marquise Brown, uh, Hunter Henry as a starting tight end. James White as his flex. The bench is Mims, Higgins. Hines, Chase Edmonds, Daniel Jones, and Damian Harris. I think you went a little youth heavy on the bench. I think uh, that's because the starting lineup is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, this is another one of those things where, you know, 12 man dynasty, it plays differently. Odell, he got at 34. Diggs, he got at 58. Marquise Brown was a good pick. You got to like the running backs. Kyler Murray, um, you know, especially if you're talking about, you know, just value of quarterback and dynasty, putting a little bit more on it. He was a really good pick. I wanted James White. So that was a, I don't know, like this, this doesn't feel as sexy 
as all the other teams, but I don't want to say that this is a bad team because the bench is I, too youthful. The starting lineup is great, but is that a problem? Like I actually, it think, is, it is in a, in a 12 man league with limited bench. It is okay, because, because, you know, Denzel Mims and T Higgins are both great options, but you need to take one of them and then a vet with the other one. Okay. In so case, to your point, to your in point case Marquise Brown, you know, doesn't play yeah. as well as we think like, or it's hurt. I actually like how just every play in here is built for the future in Mims and Higgins and even Daniel Jones, Damian Harris. But to your point, if one person goes down, there's right. a huge, there's a huge hole in this ship and it's going to sink pretty quick. So this isn't this has got to be the worst of them. But I don't think that's a it's not a damn damn vacation of like this team being garbage. It's not. No, no, absolutely you know, not got to stay healthy uh josh s uh quarterback jared stidham with the uh, second to last uh his second to last pick in the draft he got nick clyde edwards alaire his wideouts were tyler lockett michael gallup jarvis landry he got austin hooper and Kenyon drake at flex his bench chris carson darius slayton michael Pittman, uh raquel armstead boston scott and tom brady bog so you can see he did the tom brady pick to play this year in that starting lineup, he got, I love the Chris Carson pick. He's got now four viable running backs. Darius Slayton was a sneaky pick to what I would say is a relatively pedestrian wide receiver core for a dynasty because he's running back heavy. Like he's built all about the running back here and every other spot isn't incredible, but he put good depth around it. So this is going to come back to the last team. Who is it? We just talked about Harlem, Sean. I don't think this team stands out, but his construction makes a lot of sense. And he's probably a little bit more like what I want to do. Sometimes I want to build around running back in dynasty, but um, it felt like he went a little heavy on building around that. I honestly, I tried to switch out Brady and Stidham because it looks so disgusting to me with Stidham in the starting lineup and it wouldn't let me do it. It's like the draft is over. You can no longer move players, Uh, but for for me, I, I like this. This squad is good, but I don't like Gallup is going to lose a little with CeeDee Lamb coming yeah. in. Lockett. You know, Lockett could lose some if AB goes there. And Jarvis Landry is coming off hip surgery. The same, basically the same thing Tua had and uh, is still recovering from it. So he's riskier uh, for this season. And, you know, he's a little bit older than the other guys moving forward. He's not ancient by any means, but. Um, I like the Chris Carson pick on the bench. Uh, okay. I like. I really am a fan of the Slayton and Pittman picks too. So after that, I don't like Armstead or Boston Scott really it's at all. One of those so. things, though, that I feel like if we were talking to Josh, he would say he built this running back depth that he might end up being able to sell a Drake or a Carson for a more elite wideout or a better. Well, wideout. also getting Drake and Carson with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, just you know, just in case if Hilaire's not getting the carries now, like you need to get him because you know next year he's probably going to go in the first second round, so you need to get him. Uh, but I, I like adding that depth behind him, and then you can trade one hopefully uh, for a quarterback because you have ancient ass Tom Brady and then Jared Stidham. But there's good there's Goff, Winston, Garoppolo, Cousins, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Rivers, all free agents. Drew Locke didn't get drafted, so there's plenty of good options. Yeah, I mean, I think this is like a B. It's a B team. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. a B. Order, he's uh, a problem. Here it is. RFP, A-Rod at quarterback with Christian McCaffrey and Raheem Mostert. At running back, wideouts are Julio, Judy, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, starting tight end is George Kittle. 
flex is Robert Woods. On the bench, he's got McFarland, Dylan, Tua, Latavius Murray, LaVisca Chanel, and Van Jefferson. Can I throw something in here real quick? Yeah. He had lots of great picks, but I don't understand his team. His team is putting his feet in both sides of the pool. Do you know what I'm saying here? It's like you got youth. You're starting Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb, but then you're taking Rodgers and you took Mostert, who's a little bit older. And I just I don't. And the, what are you, the Welsh with all these rookies? Come on. You got well, Judy and well, Lamb and McFarlane and Dylan and Tua. Five rookies, two minutes. No, dude, that's just in the starting lineup. He's got look, he's got Tua, Dylan, McFarlane, LaVisca and Van Jefferson all on the bench. Oh, yeah, I didn't even make these seven rookies. It's seven, too youthful. Seven rookies, but then he also has like older Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. which I don't fully understand. I almost think you should have just said F it, and I'm just going to take, I'm going to just keep going with the rookies, you know, like why even bother, yeah. with Leo? you know, just expend another higher pick on a, maybe a rookie running back, you know, maybe with this third pick. He could have gone with a rookie running back to go with Christian McCaffrey. So I that that's so that's a weird thing. I like a lot of what he did, but I don't understand how he's going to win this year, and then what some of the older guys are going to do for him for the future. So yeah, he, I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have like as much trade value maybe as you think he does. I think Judy or Lamb is probably what you should have done. Because I like I love Robert Woods as a flex. So if you know one of them doesn't work out, that's fine. But what if they both take to like mid season to work out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's for this year, of course. Moving forward, I like I like them both a lot. But Woods uh, getting in that lineup, and then you have nobody else. I mean, McFarland is going to be behind to start. So is Dylan. Uh, Lap Murray maybe gets you know, some carries, but LaVisca and Van Jefferson, yeah. it's just too youthful. It, it's a, uh, it's a three year away build. It is weird because like every other moment we were just mother effing him, but yeah. just, construction didn't quite work. I like also with this team, like just why even take George Kittle, you know, at this point, like just build the youth, you know, build the yeah. youth, take uh, Mark Andrews later, you know, with that second round, if you would swap here, you know, that second round pick, you could have taken maybe another one of those running backs. I guess Jonathan Taylor. I'm actually win. I'm I'm okay with Kittle there, but you just have to not take seven rookies. You know, yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> all right, team. He got his Eagles. He got a couple. He got three of them. He got a lot of them. Uh, he got Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, Darius Geis, his wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup. He got Zach Ertz at tight end, a flex Alexander Madison. He did acknowledge that Madison was in his queue, but he still liked that pick, Mike though. Williams. Yeah, his bench, Preston Williams, Philip Lindsay, Antonio Gibson, Corey Davis, Matt Stafford and Sammy Watkins. So this kind of falls back into Sorio knows exactly what he's doing. He's a great dynasty player, um, but I don't particularly love the full construction because like you're winning now. Do you have a little more injury risk on this team, by the way? There's injury risk, but you're playing win now. But then also, like, you have Darius Geis and Alexander Madison in your starting lineup. But I suppose you could put Philip Lindsay in there. Sure, or Preston Williams, whoever. But, you know, Wentz gets hurt. Geis hasn't been healthy. Keenan Allen's been injury prone. Cooper Cup's missed a season. Uh, Preston Williams is coming off an ACL surgery. Philip Lindsay has the wrist thing still bothering him. Matt Stafford had back surgery last year. Sammy Watkins never played a full season. So there's too much and Corey Davis sucks. Uh, there's too much injury risk and also Corey Davis sucks on this team. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, 
I, I mean, I think there's some great picks in here. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. I mean, it's not like you can't make it work. You know, yeah. any of these rosters you could see winning this year for the most part uh, because the starting lineups are so good in a 12-man, but uh, it's just, you know, when we're poking holes, it's way too much injury risk. It, you don't have to acknowledge it as much as I do, uh, but I think you need to acknowledge it just a little bit that it actually exists. Yeah. Uh, the famous horde. I think this is you, Bugs. Uh, famous has got at quarterback Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor. Wideouts are Ridley Cooks, Deontay Johnson, starting tight end Chris Herndon. Flex is Austin Eckler on the bench. He's got Mark Ingram, Sam Darnold, Jamison Crowder, Tyler Higby, Alan Lazard, and Darrington Evans. Um, I don't know, man. So uh, the running backs I really like. I like Cook and Taylor. You got one of the best quarterbacks as well. Uh, Calvin Ridley in the fourth was a nice pick. But the other two starting wideouts in Cooks and Deontay Johnson. And then Crowder. I, I like Crowder better than both those guys, to be honest with you. Then Alan Lazard. I think that's where, um, you know, and Famous said this was his first dynasty uh, mock that he's done. So, uh, you know. Oh, no, so go ahead. No. Just kidding, like, here's my pro. Again, so this is coming back. So what what was the what was the design of this team? You know, if you're going to take Jonathan Taylor 19th overall, you know, you are thinking towards the future. Um, but you started to do some stuff where you're going to win now. You took Eckler in the third round, you bastard. You had Cook earlier on, so you committed to three running backs in your first three picks. But like you took a you took four running backs in your first six picks of a dynasty and you cannot start one. Presumably, maybe you're and saying Ingram's older and he's not even starting for you right now. But, but this is what I'm getting at. Presumably, you're going to start Ingram over Taylor to start, so you're covering your ass. Here's where I'm going with it. If you're making a play to invest a six-round pick in Mark Ingram to cover your Jonathan Taylor, you are saying, "Hey, I want to win now. I want to be competing and win now." So I get lost when Deontay Johnson is your third wideout, Brandon Cooks is your second, and you have Chris Herndon as your starting tight end. Now you have Higby, who can be your starter, so you throw him in there, and then maybe Jamison Crowder goes in. So that might be the play where he thinks Crowder at wide receiver three with Higby, and then Mark Ingram in there sets him up to win now, and he has a couple plays to the future. I think that's how you probably have to look at it. And now, so we talk it so i like this team more that we've talked through it because i love the jonathan taylor pick and he's got some decent plays but this is somebody that put their toe in both ends to make sure they're winning now while also looking to the future and i think he did a pretty decent job i still don't personally like the wide receiver core and it's yeah. a heavy investment in running backs and dynasty so the mark ingram one i at this point i would have just said f it why even bother let me take um a wide receiver in the sixth round and then yeah, Cook yeah. but um it's okay I think it's okay. All right, two more. Thomas, is this you or me? Uh, I think it's me. Russell Wilson at quarterback with running backs, uh, Derek Henry and Cam Akers. Whiteouts, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Kenny Galladay. Starting tight end is T.J. Hawkinson. Terry McLaurin at the flex with the bench. Kirk, Nikhil Harry, Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, Baker Mayfield, and Mike Gesicki. What do you think, Welsh? This is a classic, classic um dynasty build because look at the whiteouts just i mean Devontae adams round one he's got aj brown round three galladay round four terry mclaurin round six christian kirk in the eighth round and Nikhil harry in the ninth round so what is that six whiteouts in the top 10 rounds 
He only spent uh, running running back picks were two in the top five, and then he got a uh, he got a quarterback in Russell Wilson in there. So he was so heavily invested in wideouts. It's a classic build. Cam Akers comes out, and he probably puts he's hoping Marlon Mack in. I think he's got a pretty significant run RB two hole, but he's probably going to try to like um, you know just on a weekly week to week basis try to find matchups play matchups but the construction overall looks pretty damn good i like derrick henry in there uh love the mclaurin pick that was another one that i wanted the bench i don't know why you go crazy about gesicki if you've got oh well, yeah gesicki and mayfield i don't think you needed to take i i think that's I that's a young running back like go get yeah Anderson, go get the uh, Bryce Love. Like, take a shot in the dark instead of getting Marlon Mack and Tevin Coleman, and then getting Baker Mayfield and Kasicki. Like, I'm actually won- okay with Marlon Mack and Tevin Coleman, but but if you scrap Mayfield and Kasicki, maybe you get some value for this year. You know what I mean? Maybe you yeah. go get Devontae Freeman just in case uh, he, he works out with the Bucks. Maybe you go and take. You know, I don't know, Adrian Peterson, same deal. You know, maybe he yeah. winds up getting the most carries for the Redskins. I, it just in a 12 man, you don't, you definitely don't need a backup tight end and you don't really need that backup quarterback. Yeah. Final team is our boy Toft, who got Joe Burrow as his uh, starting quarterback. I know that pissed you off. This is yeah. a very young team. Uh, so Joe Burrow, I didn't even notice it till now. DK Dob, uh, Jake DK, JK Dobbins at uh, running back one, DeAndre Swift at running back two he's got godwin juju and dj chark so you want to talk about the classic dynasty build here you go uh evan ingram at tight end david johnson at flex and his bench is carry on johnson michael hardman curtis samuel rashad penny paris campbell and tony pollard so here's what you need to know toft will not win this year he will have one of the top picks in next year's draft which could work to his advantage um because it could be an etienne or it could be one of the whiteouts He's not a competitor this year. Next year's in question, but man, did he build himself for the future. He got valuable wide receivers. He got two of the big four running backs in Dynasty. He got the best Dynasty quarterback. He got some, his bench is, I think, leaves a lot to be desired. But if David Johnson works out, he can trade him. He's got a strong wide receiver core. Um, as much as we're going to kill this for not winning now, I think you have to actually give this really good points for just pivoting and do, just don't be a middle ground team. Like he got yeah. lots of good uh, young guys and he's playing to the future. I actually like what he did pivoting. He's just not going to win this year and next year's in question too. And I don't think it's completely off the board for him to win this year. Like if uh, something, if something happened to Ingram, this uh, team is really good. Uh, Cause JK Dobinson gets a ton of carries and you have Swift or carry on. They're going to work out. The only question mark at that point on your roster to me is David Johnson. And I, I like him way more than I like, uh, you know, Dobbins for this year. So, yeah, I mean, you're being optimistic about it, but the reality I don't of the think situation- I'm being too optimistic, though, like the only questionable uh, spot in the lineup to me this year is Dobbins, you know, flex uh, for David Johnson is fine. It is a younger team. I like the way he built this team. Uh, you know, the the only question to me is taking Dobbins in the third. That's it. I, I like it. I, I I agree with you actually. But would it look different if uh, Swift and Dobbins were flipped? If Dobbins was in the fourth and he took Swift in the third, I think you'd say it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, or if just if you're just looking at the the lineup for this year and you put David Johnson as a starter and Dobbins as the flex, then you can see you know maybe it's not Dobbins, but maybe one of you know, uh, Hardman, Samuel, 
uh, Campbell workout, something like that. Or, you know, you're just mixing and matching your flex spot at that point. Uh, I like that too. So uh, I think this is one of the, the better rosters. It is built way more for the future though. You're right about that. Yeah. So. I like the construction and uh, there you go. That is a dynasty mock draft. It's mock draft 2.0, the dynasty edition. Some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that is all she wrote folks. Uh, 2.0 in the books, dynasty in the books next week. It's dynasty talk. So we are going to expand on this. I would tell you guys, send in questions if you have them, itlballbag at gmail.com. We did it a little bit different, how usually we would inverse this. We would have the talk with the ranks, and then we would do the mock draft. We did the mock draft. So if you've got questions on the mock or into anything with Dynasty, bring it in the next episode, and now we'll go through Bogman's ranks. We'll go through his ranks. We may have a guest. Uh, We're not 100% sure on that. But the entire conversation next week is going to be about Dynasty ranks, Dynasty building, so we could implement your questions. And if we don't have a guest, it would probably be heavy your question and and Bogman's ranks, which are available right now on our Patreon at InThisLeague.com. Pretty awesome list. And uh, even college, if you want to think about uh, future, future dynasty stuff. I, I also switched. I felt like uh, the um, just looking at that overall page on my dynasty list was a bit painful to the eye. Yeah, with so the four I, things. Yeah, well, with the with the bright colors. So I made the I made the colors a little more dull, so it doesn't sting your eyes. I've been noticing a lot of that sitting at the computer more more than I ever have recently. So. Well, good. I mean, that's what we're uh, we're open to, man. So you guys want, go and check it out. Uh, you can check out the video of this podcast. You can check out Bogman's rank. You can check out his college ranks. Mine will be up there soon, all available at endthisleague.com. And we have tons and tons more, as we have told you, probably at nauseum as well. Go check out our buddy uh, Joe Pizzapia. We'll probably have him on here shortly, or you can listen to us all on the Black Book, Fantasy Black Book, which on our YouTube page, you can watch videos for free of the latest episodes and you can subscribe and listen anywhere. We have been football centric, but the uh, all new fantasy black book is available on Amazon right now. And Bogman heavily featured in the book. So go and support lots of great people in the book. Adam Ronis is in there and a bunch of other people. So go and check it out on Amazon and go and check us out where, uh, you know, whatever the hell you want to check us out. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not your dad. I'm not your boss. You go do whatever you want to do, man. But you know where to check us out. Uh, subscribe on the podcast. Check us out on Patreon. Try check it us out. out on Twitter. Do whatever. Just, you know, just experiment, it man. It's like college. Yeah. You got to experiment. Yeah, See what you out. like, right? Yeah. This right. all may beat me. Try it out. All right. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. ITL football. We're out now. Peace. Tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.